I still can't see it on my end. Uh, you should be able to see it now. We're live. We're live. If anybody can see us, <laughs> we're having some technical difficulties with uh, YouTube right now. But uh, that is one ugly headphone, the XC. Dude, it's the best looking headphone out there. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't like the way the XC looks, get out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 it needs more figuring on the wood, oh, as opposed to just like the, uh, like the straightforward orange wood. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the ZMFs yeah. have that like, uh, yeah. the grain. Yeah, a little bit of that. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like because like in person, it's the finish on it is really nice for the XC. Um, it's a little heavy-handed on the finish, so it almost looks too well produced and polished. Um, I'm guessing it looks like half, almost, almost translucent. You can see the different layers of the grain. Uh, you can you can see it if you look if you pay close attention. <laughs> but the the ZMF Verite stands out a little bit more. Um, see, I I think the it looks really yeah in the pictures it looks very very orange. Yeah, it's yeah, it orange. is orange, basically. <laughs> like smooth. it almost reminds me of like the way that Fostex does their pa like where, you know what I mean where there's almost no yeah. grain in it and it's just like almost a but yeah. But when yeah. you actually get like you said when you get real into it and look at it you can see the grain. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I also would have preferred like I think the look of the carbon one is cooler just because um or like the the sort of like more matte kind of black look. I I prefer that. But um the thing is you don't always know what the tuning is going to be like on the other versions of something, right? So, oh, we're getting some keyboard clickies in here. Road mic, but not, that's so weird. I'll figure it out one day. How are we doing for audio levels, guys? Yeah, audio, how are we doing? We're not weird craziness. <laughs> we switched a bunch of stuff around. We got Chrono a camera and then the camera battery died, so we can't. There's a lot of stuff that we're changing <laughs> and we're trying to make Guys, sure everything works. I promise still. that I tried to be <laughs> on the camera. However, the camera chose to just run dry. I'm in the process of charging it. It so may or we'll may not a... make an appearance by yeah. the end. We don't know. Yeah, and, and it, Sorry, Resolve is wearing the Radiance. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Precog's <laughs> just hanging out there without the camera. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I need to get a camera eventually, though. It's, yeah. it's got to happen. I can try to iPhone it, but I doubt it'll be that great. Yeah, you can do that. It does. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff does work. I just want to—I'll show you guys here. This is the little focus on it. Yeah, Radiance. It's a very good-looking headphone. That is truly audio beautiful. is way too loud. Let me bring it down. Who's who's is? Elnick. Sorry, oh, man. Like... It's fixed on their end. <laughs> he just had the, his volume cranked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, well, I, I and so I had to move. Like mine right now is like uh, all messed up because I had to re. I literally was rearranging my whole space right before the stream, and so we're, we oh. still have it so that we're facing opposite directions. <laughs> so somebody's gonna be annoyed by that. Even though on mine it looks like we're facing the right direction. It's so ridiculous. So. so crazy. I don't know how that. Like I wish There's, you could just grab like I'm. I'm yeah. Then just and pull it over, but I, that's not how this works. Like. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if anybody has a solution for how we can rearrange the windows on Discord, let us know because I have not been able to find that. Yeah, me either. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, Anyways, welcome to the stream, guys. Yeah. Um, we have a flawless uh, live stream coming for you guys today. 
uh, without any technical issues whatsoever. And the image for everybody here, including Theo, looks perfect. Everybody has, you know, the perfect mm -hmm. uh, camera setup. So Amazing. it's a good thing we don't have any issues with that stuff. Guys, my camera died. <laughs> be, be prepared for some green flashes on mine because uh yeah apparently there's a weird bug between my new it's interface. not a flaw it's planned guys it's no the green flash yeah. is supposed to be there it's art it's, it's artistic art. yeah it's like the yeah. green flash on the sunset and when you're out in the ocean <laughs> exactly i opened rune. Right. does that mean discord's gonna break yes you accidentally like opened rune yeah i've yeah, done that like, before like, <laughs> I go Google so I can read the comment uh, and suddenly so you rude. can't hear anything yeah 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 Anyways, let's. Uh, we might as well get going here with the live stream. We've got lots of people, and we don't want to bore you guys with yeah. all this. Uh, well, maybe I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess. Uh, I mean, there's lots of stuff to talk about, but we should probably talk. Oh, there it is. I saw it. <laughs> right. This um, flash twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should probably start with some of the. Is there any news you got for for you guys? Any any news for new stuff coming out or stuff that you're you just recently, Tyler, heard the blessing too. Yeah, finally, actually, I have those and right here. You have them. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, what's your what's your live take on the blessing too uh, for everybody watching? God, this is the uh, three hundred and twenty dollars oh. IEM from yeah from Moondrop. Yeah, so like these. Um, oh, green flash. There you go. Blessing yep. two. Uh, they're they, they they're kind of a big chonky boy. But anyways, the, so the actual wow, that green flash is going to irritate the crap out of me. Uh, the uh, the sound on them is like. I'm very impressed for the price. Like I yeah. think these actually probably beat everything in the IEM world under 500 bucks that I've heard so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. Like they 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 sound very good and the bass is I think the king of that 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 you know what I mean they do bass very well. And it's um, that's the thing is the bass isn't elevated but because it's using a dynamic driver it it, it feels yeah. impactful, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, I would know. almost say better than anything under a thousand, but the, Theo has a probably better perspective than, or mm, Precog has a wait, better perspective. Wait till you hear the, the Monarch and the Clairvoyance. So uh, that's that. The Monarch has showed up. I oh, have to still go pick it up. Got it. Ooh, I have okay. to pick it up. I don't. I don't have it in house. It's at the depot right now because okay, where okay. I, where I live, you know, um, it sucks to deliver stuff to the, my uh, my apartment. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'll probably be picking that up today, right after the stream, and then I'll get a chance to hear it. So that's yeah, exciting. Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah like the, I'm actually excited for that because I want to hear your intake. Because I only got to listen to it for a very short amount of time. But the monarch is how much is that? Seven. Seven hundred. Yeah. Okay. So so really, that's that might be. Oh, who knows? Right. I need to hear it. But like, depending on how the blessing two compares to to that, that could be like the next step, right? Yeah. Exactly. Which is benchmark for that yeah. price point. Which is a pretty like that's a su substantial price jump from three hundred and twenty dollars mm -hmm. to seven hundred or around seven hundred. That's uh, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else in that range that would be close. Mm. Well, then Tyler's there's a dying. new one. Isn't the green flash? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's the, you know what it is. It's it's probably the USB connect the USB port that you have yeah. your capture card plugged into. I bet you it is. Maybe I can swap it out. Cause right now I'm using a um, I'm having it direct into USB C to USB C. So I I could probably swap yeah. it to a USB. Yeah, I got to get that bulk collection going for USB. <laughs> um, but okay, so uh, the uh, precog, what were you? What were sorry? You were saying something about the. The distance between blessing two and uh the mon the monarch and the question is is there anything else in that range <laughs> worth oh 
Yeah, that, that's tough actually because the the monarch is at seven hundred, right? And that sort of undercuts the traditional like kilobuck benchmarks, like the Andromeda and yeah. the um, Sony M9, and I think that puts it in a really good position as well because it's a couple hundred under them, and if it performs at the same level, well, it's going to be the next benchmark, obviously, mm -hmm. for most people, I think. Um, but yeah, I'd have to hear it, obviously, and I'd love to hear what you, your thoughts yeah. are on it, too. Well, we'll, we'll get it out to you soon. Um. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> rave reviews, though, from everybody. That's, that's yeah. why I'm, like, let's hype. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... But I, I, yeah, I'm still kind of like racking my brain for like other IEMs in that price range, and I can't, I can't think of anything that I personally would choose, you know, between the Blessing Two and the and the Monarch. Or I, before that, it would have been even uh, honestly like the Andromeda 2020, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> or yeah. let's say Sony M9 or some of these other kilobuck uh, IEMs. That, so for me, it was even more extreme before, but we'll see how the Monarch does. Yeah. I have a bunch of other stuff um, I was going to share that I have. Oh, damn it! I swapped cables and it's still. <laughs> that that might just be you know the way that the way that it is today. It's yeah, the gremlins showing the gremlins up. Gremlins showing up. Um, okay, so but but Tyler has heard both the blessing two and the monarch, right? And I would say the monarch's better. Okay. Uh, yeah, monarch's mm -hmm. better. Uh, okay. uh, and but mind you, it was very short. Listen, I had just a couple songs, but just in those short few songs, I listened to the neo, the monarch, and the clairvoyance back to back. And uh, mm. the monarch stood out the most for me amongst the three. Did you listen with it to the Neo with the MX module or the M15? I think it was the, whatever Ant had in it at the time. M15 probably. <laughs> was it really bassy? It was bassy. It was definitely then it's yeah, the M15. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like sub. Yeah. It was. It was like that. I think that's why it stood out so much. Like it, like it grabbed me. It was like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sub bass galore. If yeah. that's your thing. The bass heads I am. Yep. I mean, the rest um, of it, it was like the U12T to me, but then the bass just was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the mid-range and the treble. The treble's a little bit more laid back, but it's really reminiscent of the U12T. Yeah, yeah. not like like technicality-wise, but like the profile, like the, the feelings mm -hmm. I got from it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else did I grab that I... Oh, I got the Mini Mest. Yeah, Aunt, Aunt oh. let me have the Mini Mest, so... Interesting. That's the one that... The, the Mest... Okay, I, I should probably talk a little bit about the Mest because that that's... So I had the the one that was on the loner tour for HeadFi, mm -hmm. right? And that one to me, the tonal balance was a bit odd there because it was missing a lot of mids. But then because that's the universal version and it's using a bone conduction driver in the mid range, mm -hmm. I get the feeling that the custom version or uh, some you know depending on maybe the different tips would where you could have a different fit, it would yield a more balanced presentation for the mids. And so I think that's that's something where it's almost difficult to uh, you know properly evaluate it unless you're getting the custom version that has you know the mids I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it also makes me think. I mean, this is something that I was I, I measured it on the on the rig with the uh, on the grass rig with the uh, uh, external uh, coupler. So not using the not using the uh, the pinna flange ear piece here. Mm. Um, and then I measured it with the pinna flange, and it measured a lot different with the pinna. So, it, I mean, obviously, you're not actually getting bone conduction with just this on a rig because there's no bones. <laughs> you're not actually right. It's, it's, it's not the same. But but the fact that it was different enough with a pinna flange there already was, uh, you know, yeah, uh, an indication I think that it's worth uh, 
it's worth considering, you know, fit and all the rest of that stuff with those really unique uh, drivers. It, it, um, it's, it, it really is. Like, it's one of my favorites. And then I know that Ant has his customs. And we, um, I actually have some pictures of it. I, I wouldn't be able to really show it really. That the detail on that thing was just, like, I, I, I don't have enough experience with all these other IEMs like the Clairvoyance and the Monarch and whatever else, um, you know, to be able to say how it compares to those. But among that 13 to $2,000 range, like I thought Mest was one of the best. The Mest was one of the best. <laughs> Mest is the best. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I was, I was, and, and it's funny because I, I'd recently come off of having a first impression of the uh, Empire Years Odin, which I'll have a review on soon, but. I like these um, or not, but. Was, oh yeah, uh, I can see it. That's so it's is the, it is that bubble tea? Uh, no, it's, that's actually a cold brew. That's a, star, a Starbucks oh, okay. reserve, and it's the cold brew. Oh right, you're in it's Seattle. The They're all about Starbucks. Yeah, the whiskey. <laughs> it's aged, not like uh, Starbucks everywhere, anywhere else. Like if you go to Seattle, <sighs> Starbucks is a different thing. Well, it's from yeah. Starbucks is the yeah the jam. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it has whiskey a, barrel barrel whiskey barrel aged beans. So they take an old whiskey barrel and they dump all the beans in there and let them age yeah. in, a, in a barrel that's been used for whiskey, and then they take it out and anyways it's delicious and then that picture was of the all the mest it's the mest mini <laughs> the mest universal and then the custom <laughs> mest and so but yeah Aunt, your, it really likes it a lot to your preference was well i wanted to ask about the difference between the mini mest and the regular mest as far as like technicalities goes i, I think it's definitely lacking like it's it, it's okay it's weird to say yeah, it, but yeah, it's it like it's definitely same, has that naked yeah <laughs> it's like it's it's definitely a five hundred dollar cut in, in technicalities. <laughs> right. That makes okay. Sense. <laughs> okay. Because like, I was to say like if it's if it's similar, but then they just changed the tuning, then I might be more into that one. But it, it that is. was the, the most shocking thing about the mist was the detail. Like mm. it was, and the Can imaging you actually say yeah. it's comparable to Odin because you no. had Odin on hand as well. No, right? so that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So like the detail, it. <laughs> It's it's hard to say because like no I don't think it was on the same level of the Odin but it reminded me of the Odin it reminded oh, okay. me in certain places it reminded me of the Odin um, but, but of course it's tough to tell because the Odin has quite a bit of what the IEM community calls pin again even though that's the wrong term uh, <laughs> um, but yeah the, yeah the Odin has qu quite a bit of uh, you know irrelated gain going on especially like in the areas where the the at least the universal mest is uh, recessed. So locking. okay, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not quite a fair comparison there, unless you EQ and I didn't, I did not get to EQing them, and I don't think I would because I don't like EQing IEMs. I know you can use Wavelet and stuff like that, but like I, I don't know. For me, IEMs, yeah, I don't like, EQ either because yeah, you're always on the move with them. <laughs> Maybe so. if you can modify, like uh, I need to do that with the uh, the final A8000. I want to try doing a if mod you figure where... out an eq for that definitely send it over to me because yeah oh i did actually like... have an eq for it because you do okay yeah i do have an eq for it but i, I just don't think it's realistic to use because uh you know people are gonna be uh, on the go and stuff like that and it, yeah, it takes yeah. some fairly like narrow uh adjustments so okay but yeah i'd love to check that out yeah yeah, yeah i'll we'll we'll connect and i'll we'll get that figured out uh, do you still have it yeah i still have it <laughs> oh wicked okay cool um but but yeah um between the the mest and the odin the odin definitely had more of a kind of clear picture there for everything like i was able to and, and like the odin had a way of presenting detail that was extremely smooth mm -hmm. um that uh yeah that it was just and maybe that was more to do with the frequency response than anything else 
um, which was also great for the kind of music that I listened to. I think if you're into more like uh, up, maybe, okay, upbeat is maybe the wrong word, but like more, yeah, like um, say like electronic or hip hop or any of that kind of stuff, music that people actually like these days, <laughs> um, then maybe the like the mids might be a little bit forward there like the upper mids might be a little yeah, I've heard about the upper mid range. Yeah, yeah yeah and um i was talking to Crin about this as well where you know like he was saying like the distance between the lower mids and the upper mids may be a bit much and i mm, okay. can see that i can agree with that but for me it's, you know the music that i listened to it was perfect like that tuning was especially that's the other thing is that the odin uh, again i'll have a review of that soon but like the odin's bass response for some genres it be base, it'll it'll be bass light for some genres. Oh, but, yeah. but if you have if you're listening to music that tokens the full frequency range, like goes all the way down, like it extends into the sub bass and stuff like that, the Odin has lots of bass. So it's a little bit like the blessing too in that sense, where it's like not elevated, but because it's using a dynamic driver, it's it uh, using their W9 one. The it's a good I, question. I, I actually don't I know, they know. Have a proprietary one. Yeah, the weapon weapon nine they call it. But yeah, yeah. I, and the in the Legend X they use two of them, and it's just. <laughs> crazy but i don't know if they're using the same one i'll have to do more of a deep dive into it because i only really had a first impressions of it yeah 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 because yeah. i had it for Absolutely. like a yeah like a couple days at most <laughs> like, um yeah because i gotta listen to it at, at uh torques and it was oh you did yeah. yeah yeah and it was it reminded me of the utopia to be honest with you like that's what it like yeah i was like this is yeah utopia. actually that's a good comparison <laughs> I, I like that um I know Ant doesn't like the or i know uh corinne doesn't like the uh the the, the sonian e-stats e or the electret or whatever they want to call them mm -hmm. uh drivers up top but i t to me it was not i don't know i didn't mind them nice yeah yeah smooth, i i mean accurate too if 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 the trade-off for getting them to have a tuning like that at least for an empire ears i am i'm happy if that's the trade-off i'm happy like <laughs> you know using the sonya e stats instead of uh you know just more bas because mm -hmm. like 64 audio and their tia drivers usually have at least from my experience, the best treble performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I really like the sixty four audio yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But so, so comparing again the Mest and the uh, and the uh, Odin, I, I think the Mest is is it reminded me of that kind of detail, uh, mm, but okay. not not on the same level. Um, I'll, I'll Tyler, I'll, I'll let you. I just have to take care of something real quick here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'll jump in real quick to talk. Uh, so, um, I don't know if you guys have experience uh, precog with over ears, but what are your thoughts on the upcoming Sennheiser 560s? I think it was, everyone's talking about it in the chat um, a little bit. I'm I'm intrigued by it to say the least. It sounds like uh, in Chrono, maybe you can jump in too. But like, I'm intrigued, but I, I'm not really my my hype level is not really there for it. If that makes sense. <laughs> permission to speak freely yeah yeah go for it man if i'm being honest man to me it just seems like it's a bit of a hype blowout not too different from the hd5x i haven't listened to it myself so i really shouldn't comment but i don't know it's giving me that kind of vibe where it's like should we really i mean i i don't know like people saying that it's better than the hd 600 series so I, Oof, that's high I, yeah that to me it's like i highly <laughs> doubt it that's bait. That's but, uh, hanging bait. I haven't listened. I haven't. I haven't listened to it, so I, I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. It's just. It's interesting. I definitely want to try it out. I know that the five series, you know, 
from Sennheiser is great. Yeah. I think it's it's usually from my experience it was actually better for comfort than the six series. So yeah, but uh, as far We're as talking five sixty, yeah. Okay, did you guys see the one video of the guy who was like he hadn't heard it, he didn't have it on hand, but he's looking at the uh, he's looking at the frequency response. Oh I, yeah, I think yeah. it was done on a flat plate. I, I'm not sure, but it wasn't done on a on a standardized measurement rig. It was either a flat plate or an ears. And he was like analyzing the frequency response of the 560s and saying, "Here's why it's terrible and not good in yeah. the treble." Talking yeah, about how talking about the little peaks in the treble, yeah. and how it should be like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to laugh because it's like if you, if if it were measured on a gross rig, you actually wouldn't want it to measure like what he was suggesting. <laughs> He's like, "You want it to have this smooth curve," and it's like, "No, no, you don't." Like that's that's you actually want it to dip around like 9k hertz where it did, but. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't made clear what what the rig was that he was, he was looking using. at. So yeah, well, he didn't even measure it. He just he just looked at somebody else's measurement. And the only one I've seen is DMS did one, I think, with the ears rig, and then some, and then um, uh, DIY Audio Heaven. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, nice guy. Uh, he he uses a flat plate, I think. So you know, we don't actually have any accurate measurements of that yet, as far as I've seen. Um, and if somebody has seen some, let me know because I'd love to take a look at that um, and compare it. But yeah, measurements we'll aside, though, and like frequency response, I feel like the the performance is probably exaggerated. That's um, my, yeah, that's my guess. Well, I think what DMS said it was like a HD HD six hundred with the HD eight hundred soundstage. Was that what he said? No idea. I haven't watched. I know that I know he was impressed by. It's soundstage over the six series, but <laughs> that's not that's not a high benchmark. The, the six series soundstage, right? Um, but I need to, yeah. Uh, I look forward to uh, you know getting getting one of those in. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see what they come out with and how they. It, I'm intrigued by it. But I'm not necessarily ready to call it the end game that people are hyping it to be right now. If that makes sense. No, yeah, that that definitely makes sense. I mean, it's it, it's it's supposed to be sort of like a, a tribute reissue kind of model, right? To the original 560. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I don't. It's interesting. It's just that the, also the price point. Like if it was 150, I'd be like, oh, that's more. But you know, at at two, what is it, two seventeen ninety five? Kind of odd, but. Let's call it 220. That's like right next to the HD 6XX. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, the price point. Yeah. Um, the price point would be would be interesting. Like for like how they're bringing it in, right? Like where where it sits because it sits higher than the 5XX, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's actually right next to the HD 6XX. So it's 220 dollars. It's 120. So it's not as good as the HD 6XX. It's it's kind of irrelevant. Well, so, yeah, so I don't want to say that. That's, that's actually an, that's an overstatement, but it, it's going to put it in, into contention with it. And right, yeah, it's not. It's it's just a strange business move, I think, kind of in some perspectives. Be I mean, that's the whole problem with like drop in general. It well, it's not a problem. It's just they've had the six six X for two twenty, uh, and it kind of undercuts like literally everything, mm -hmm. e including Sennheiser's own. Yeah. stuff so when they release something that's at that price it might be great for where they're situating it in their own lineup but mm -hmm. then when you take a look at how you know 
drop is is undercutting it, <laughs> you know, with the six XX, it becomes a bit of a challenge. Um, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, to last right now, yeah, I I know it's a new driver. I was just saying that it's uh, supposed to be sort of uh, fit, sort of new version of the of that series. Going for like some reboot. tuning, most likely. Yeah, very likely with a diff- with a new driver. That makes sense. Well, and here's the other thing though, with it's what one twenty ohms. Oh. And the yeah, it's one twenty ohms. And the six XX is three hundred. Mm-hmm. So we could probably expect that it won't scale as well as the six XX. Yeah. And the cool thing about the six XX uh, with with its scaling is that, and this is something, of course, last Rhino knows as well. <laughs> the cool thing about it is, you know, these days you don't actually need to spend that much money to be able to get most of the scaling benefits from the HD 6X. We've yeah. talked about this in the past Many in the live times, streams. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, once you start to spend the $2,000 and stuff like that on amps and stuff like that for the 6XX, then it stops being, you know, worth the price. But these days, like a topping L30 or honestly, the um, there's so many amps coming out from like, uh, well, there's the, the topping A90 and a lot of these other amps uh, that are in the $500-ish range, $400, stuff like that. You know, that'll probably give you enough power to get it to scale, you know, perfectly well. Like, you don't need to actually spend the $2,000 to get it to sound great. And I just don't, I don't think that an HD 560S, I mean, Chris is without actually hearing it, so I can't really pass judgment that well, but I don't imagine that it'll scale the same way. And that's my only real, mm-hmm. it's not a concern, but it's my only real, like, question mark, I guess, with the 560S. Yeah. I th- well, I think, and in, in, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be a scaling thing. I think what, I think in the last round, I kind of mentioned to you here a little bit, but like, I think what it's aim- they're aiming, their goal is, is for those people that are um, not having the amps, not having the, the things in place for maybe studio stuff, maybe, right? Like, so they can have it more easier, like for the on-the-go, like mixer or like that kind of thing. Like, maybe that's the, so they don't have to worry about an amp. They can plug right up to their iPhone or like maybe like the people that are using their iPads to do mixing. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think that would be a really good use case for something like that. Yeah. If they're going for studio neutral and it's easy, it can plug right into a, yeah. an iPhone dongle or an iPad dongle and, and go and you're, and you're, you got solid sound and, and ready to rock. I mean, but the only comment I have is that then the HD 5.8X can be up to $70 cheaper, and that's an 150 ohm headphone. Not that much harder to drive than Touché. the 120 ohm, 110 dB per milliwatt. Well, that's another HD discussion, anyways. The, the drop tends to eat into. <laughs> but it's the same problem. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing where they've undercut their own. <laughs> their their own, own, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, but the, the, the other consideration, though, is that in, in uh, Europe, Mm-hmm. And the UK, it's it's harder to get the drop stuff, and True. the prices for Sennheiser ends up being a lot more palatable, um, given the rest of whatever else is out there. And I've see I see this all the time on you know when we're doing re- reviews of anything from Sennheiser, and we're talking about the HD six XX or using that as a compare as a comparable for for value that doesn't apply in you know in Europe, mm-hmm. because you know, and, and in the UK you got to pay the crazy you know the 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 VAT prices that and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, I think it's just us in North America. Well, probably even just America, because even in Canada, if you try and order stuff through <laughs> Drop, it's like you get hit with crazy customs mm-hmm. fees and stuff like that. I tried to order something from Drop once; it was like sixty bucks for customs fee, and I was like, "That oh, makes yikes. it not as yeah. <laughs> you know 
instantaneously like, yeah, the value <laughs> like ah, goes out yeah. the window there. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, the the sort of USA perspective that is yeah. kind of twisted for me, and I tend to forget that hey, drop is no longer as mm-hmm. active or active at all in Europe mm-hmm. and other regions of the world. So these things are not as relevant. But at the same time, I think well. If the 560 is available, then so is the 600 for eighty dollars more. And if you have an amp, I don't know why you would. I mean, unless it really does outperform the 600. Yeah, I think that. that so. I don't know, like that. I mean, it could. It very well could outperform it, but it just seems. Bottom to me line is like, we need to hear it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Line, yeah. 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 Like. We're all spe- we're doing the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're not. We're not. We're not scrutinizing the frequency response. All right. We're not going that far. Um. But yeah, like I think they. I just we have to hear it. I think at the end of the day, we'll hear it. We'll get a good impression of it and get an idea and move forward from there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think outside of that, uh, the radiance. Let's let's talk about. Oh that. yeah, this, this is this, the other news. I mean, because <laughs> that to me is like gorgeous. Like that is just one of the best looking headphones yeah. I've seen in a long time. Like, like it just really yeah. just fits the bill for me. Anyways, uh, minus, I mean. I still have my preference. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like I'm, I'm going to probably... Did... <laughs> wait, wait. That's the Verity. That's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that that... But the, the Radiance, though, like, God, man, that... that... So, and you, you've had it for now. It, one of the... One of very few that has actually been able to listen to it. And so, what's... Yeah. what's I mean, we, you did your review um, earlier and you dropped and, and that's kind of... And people can watch that in the channel. You can check it out. Um, but real quick, uh, live, what's... What's some of your thoughts that are just in general? Like yeah, uh, I think in general the the problem with the radiance is is the framing, you know, the context. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I even I said this in the video as well. Um, but there's a lot of hype when Focal releases a new headphone, you know, in general. Yeah, you know, whether it was the Stelia, it was the Allegia, it was the Clear. Like Focal releasing a new headphone is exciting for everybody, mm-hmm. myself included, okay. and especially if they're releasing a closed back and they're releasing a closed back at $1,300. That's a, a price tag that I think anybody who is looking for a top tier close, you know, office headphone, that's going to fit the bill for that price tag is going to yeah. be that range, you know, makes a lot of sense for a lot of mm-hmm. people. And I, there's a hope, like I said in the video, there's a hope that, you know, $1,300, they release a closed back that sounds like the clear. And, and that is just not this headphone. It's not what they're going for with this. Mm-hmm. They're going for a much warmer tuning, and um, I, th- I, I think uh, somebody's asking me there in the in the comments in that video. They were saying, "Is it like a, a ZMF, like a Focal headphone that's tuned a little bit more like a ZMF?" I think I did. And that, yeah. it's it's the closest thing that they've done to to that kind of tuning, but at the same time, it's not quite that kind of thing either because with, for the ZMF ones, they tend to be a little more relaxed there in the upper mids, and this is less about being relaxed in the upper mids and more about being relaxed in the lower treble. So. Um, it's it's not quite like a ZMF in that sense, and also the ZMF stuff is uh, it also is better for timbre. If I had to point to one weakness for the technical performance of the of the uh, Radiance, it's that the timbre is a lot more closer to uh, the Legio okay. in the mids, at least in the upper mids. In the lower mids, it's it's more yeah, it's a little bit um, more let's say natural. And to describe a little better, it's like I, I hear the, in spite of the fact that this is a warmer headphone in general, I still hear it being a little bit more on the analytic side mm-hmm. and like 
being able to, this is your analogy of it's a lean forward thing or a lean yeah. back thing. <laughs> this is a warm tuned headphone that's still a lean forward kind of <laughs> kind of presentation. That's intriguing. That's kind it, of cool. Which is, it's just, it is intriguing. <laughs> um, but, and, and I actually, I do think it's, it's straight up a better tuning than the Allegia. Like, I just think it's flat oh, nice. out better. You, regardless, you know, if you don't EQ, this is more to my taste than the Allegia. And it is bassier. It's it's the bassiest of Focal's headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same and at the same time, it's not that that's you know euphonic and lush and kind of you know um, I don't know how else to describe it. But the stuff that ZMF does really well for Tamper, <laughs> and I really Euthony. think it, yeah the, yeah that stuff right whatever that ZMF is ZMF magic uh, yeah it does it yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. This the, this has closer, uh, more of an analytic timbre, or more of an uh, let's say, um, yeah, uh, forward uh, timbre than the than the ZMF stuff. Uh, and thirteen hundred dollars puts it in the same price range as the Icon and Atticus and some of that stuff, right? So, so um, there's some competition there for there is it, some competition there, right? Um, there, where this does better, I think, is that it it does have better detail than than some of those. Uh, like some of the biodynamic stuff, because this is still using the same type of driver that's in the clear, right? That's mm-hmm. it's using a aluminum magnesium driver. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think it's this, on the same level as the yeah. clear. Certainly not in the <laughs> mids, but but it, it it's I'd say the the yeah the closer close yeah. back headphone. <laughs> and and so, you have to real, I mean, and it is something that I think about too. Is like it, it, people, you can't you can't take and and you know this, Rosal. Everyone knows this, but like most people know this, but you can't. It, Comparing a closed back to an open back is apples to oranges, like it because there's the resonance, there's these other things that they're trying to come like the, to to deal with, and and I think it's tough to I don't know, like it's tough to to, to kind of balance that, and, and at least from my experience, this most right. And if we scrutinize the frequency response on the radiance, I I don't think it'll it, it's so yeah. People are looking at the frequency response mm-hmm. of the radiance and they're going, oh, that doesn't look that great. But if you if you if you take a an approach that looks at the uh, narrower frequency ranges, it is it is actually a reasonable tuning. It's just that the ear gain section there, you know, where it rises up, it's it's shifted lower down. So this is more focused. I said this again in the review, but this is like if you're going to take away anything from from that, take away that the radiance's tuning is more focused towards the fundamental tones mm-hmm. rather than the resonant, you know, overtone stuff, and that—I'll make a video on this about why that matters. But <laughs> it's something where it, you know, it's—it can have the effect of making something sound more tonally rich, but it can also have the effect of making it sound a little congested mm-hmm. um, or com- or compressed sounding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you're listening to. And so, in some ways, this may depend a little bit on the recording that you have. And then the other side of it is that it's also really, really non-fatiguing, and it's you know easy to listen to for a long time so uh i I like that part about it um i just wish that it was a little more present there in the lower treble and the rest of the treble is fine like there's no you know it it still is extended and it's not like it rolls off like in in any extreme ways because i think i saw another comment and somebody's saying it sounds like a rolled off allegia or looks like a rolled off allegia and that's not true Mm. because the treble comes back at 8k hertz and 9 10 you know on all the places where it should it's fine So, um, and that's I'm excited to hear it once I eventually once I do hear it. Um, but I think yeah. that that's I think that because uh, for me the Elysia like I mean I use the Elysia so much which I I showed you like <laughs> yeah, I, I know things, like I, I literally <laughs> it rubbed off all the writing on yeah, the yeah. cup. 
Um, Which is not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, like, um, but I mean, I, to me, like, the Elysia was such a perfect office or on-the-go headphone. Like, because it's had the clothes back. You got you could turn off the people around you or things around you enough. You could, But it wasn't enough in your face that you got distracted from the music with doing other things, too. Like, it was just, yeah. it was just a great, all of, like, like perfect for that scenario and like on the go in the office or or just to yeah. tune out a little bit you know and yeah I, I i think the radiance would fit the bill for an office headphone as well um and partially because it i think it'll isolate better because mm-hmm. it oh, it's right. easier to get a seal if you're wearing glasses <laughs> when with the Allegia, that was the thing like mm-hmm. if you're wearing glasses really thick arms um you'll <laughs> break the seal and then you'll lose all the base yeah um with this one it's not like that, both because the pads are leather and it kind of like, like even if you just look at the way the pads are around the arm of the glasses, mm-hmm. it like kind of like just folds around them and it keeps the seal. <laughs> so, so for starters, there's that benefit. But the other benefit is that even like regardless of the pads, the base tuning for the radiance is not dependent on the pads as significantly. Cool. That And that to me was the coolest thing about it because... You know, with the Legia, if you swap any other pads on other than the sheepskin solids, the base is gone. There's no base. So the base tuning for the Legia is done mostly from the pads. Whereas with the Radiance, you you get the base elevation regardless of the pads. And that, it made a, it made a big difference, I think, for people who wear glasses and mm-hmm. anybody who's you know, struggling to get a good seal because the base <laughs> won't disappear if you don't get a good seal, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll still, it's still dependent on it to a certain degree, but it's not like the Allegia in that sense. And, and 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 I'm seeing in the chat too a little bit like people keep going back and forth about the ZMF versus the Radiance and that like equi- equitable they are equitable. Oh yeah. But like I I think that's two like I always call it two sides of a coin, right? You have the ZMF is like the our uh, it's it's that niche like really beautiful handcrafted styling that's kind of like your you know uh, it's wood it's nice it's wood something I want to hold in hand and it's beautiful it's handcrafted and then the focals is like the other side of that where it's that modern beautiful modern take on 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 an, it's it's art to me too like these are like the focals make some of the best looking headphones and gear in general in my opinion and then I think of like I think of like the uh, what's that aesthetic called it's like there's the modern and then there's the uh, the um, uh, kind of like the handcrafted style, art style for like even homes and stuff. Like you know, talk about rustic, like, rustic. Yeah, that. But it's not even rustic. It's something else. It's no. like uh, uh, it's a better term. But anyways, like that's that's what I think of it as. I think of them as like the, the two sides of a of, of the same kind of artistic like craft, right? Um, and I think that's what I think about the the focals. I think they're just. I mean, I can see why people would gravitate to them because they just they one they don't, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, outside of the colorway, but like they just look good on the head, and I can. I don't. I wouldn't feel awkward walking around with them. You know. Well, Boat I mean, I, I might feel a little bit awkward because it's like expensive, it's and I don't I, like. But most people wouldn't know that. Most people would be like, "Oh, what's that? actually, I, I gotta say, I mean, these. Uh, I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera here, but I like the leather, like the look of the leather, because this, um, you can't necessarily see it from the photos as easily. Mm-hmm. But you know how there's leather on the Stelly and mm-hmm. like the outside of the cup. Mm-hmm. There's leather. They did the same thing for this one as well. It's a le- okay. it's a black matte black leather. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and then they covered it with the pattern that's uh, supposedly similar Not to the name, name stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I'll hold it up here so you can see. I'll try and get it so you can see. But underneath, yeah. oh, it's yeah. There we go. Underneath the, come on, there we go. Uh, underneath that sort of shinier yeah. pattern is is the leather and i it, to me it looks better than that of the stelia because you don't 
for people what's that phobia called where like you're afraid of circles oh, yeah. <laughs> oh i don't think i don't think Tri- Tri- does Tri- the Tri- a little bit a little bit okay look okay with the Look up a picture of trypophobia. Be grossed yeah. out, and then no, tell I know, me that looks I like Nostalgia. A little bit. I don't think that the style <laughs> looks like that. I think they're very, they're very different styles. I'll say that the style I think it looks a bit more exuberant, flamboyant, maybe even I, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I love the Stelia sound. Not the biggest fan of the colors. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, yeah. I think I think they look a lot prettier in person. Yeah, they're definitely better they're looking in pictures. Yes, that yeah. is for sure. They're they're very beautiful. I don't think it's for everyone. I think it looks more like a lifestyle product. I think it is a lifestyle rather than product, yeah. My only criticism with the radiance's look is that I wish it were matte and not oh, glossy. Shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I agree. And at, just because yeah, the 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 Allegia is a matte look, mm-hmm. and I love that about it. So to me, it's like if they had done the matte styling instead of the glossy it would have been but you know. but the the, the yokes are matte that's black true the least. yokes are and but if they'd done like the the pattern like in a similar way to the oh, yokes that would have been, cool. been yeah that would have been cool yeah. but also like, yeah it is much more, more comfy too but it, but yeah. it doesn't give it that nice contrast that shiny contrast that it has yeah oh uh someone says how do you feel about the bentley the unfortunate <laughs> how do you feel about the unfortunate yeah. bentley logo i mean the nouveau rich rich, rich feel i I don't care. Like, I, mean, I don't own a Bentley. I, I know. Like, to me, that's. I, <laughs> I saw gonna, so many comments about that, but like, that, that's a problem I have too. Though. Like, I, I we were talking about this randomly <laughs> the other day, where I was like, oh, like if I just wish you didn't have the Bentley logo on it. But then I was just like, but then you mentioned you're like, well, you would have a Bentley because you'd have those. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, yeah. And then I was like, touche, touche. <laughs> to me, the, I I care not even a little bit about yeah. the Bentley logo because I have no opinion on Bentley. Yeah, I have I, zero I, opinion. Yeah, like, like I, don't I, drive I feel one, like you have to. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you have to dislike. You, for some reason, you have to dislike Bentley, which I don't dislike Bentley. I have nothing against Bentley. Actually, whatsoever. I do. Well, no, just kidding. Bentley's <laughs> are nice. Every... He's sitting there. He's like, I, I had one and it didn't work. Well, um, <laughs> I drove it off a cliff. Well, I like that they did that. It's fairly underdone. Like the, it's not super loud that it's yeah, Bentley yeah. on it or whatever. But actually, I, I'm always like, I don't know if it's because I'm younger or something. But whenever I see somebody driving a Bentley, and they don't look like they're too far away from my age, I'm like. But you could have spent the same money on a Ferrari. That's yeah. the only thing I have against Bentley. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. But cool car. Luxury versus cool cars. Luxury versus, yeah. Sports. Yeah. I know. Sorry. The most pointless comment I've ever made. Like, <laughs> this is my one See, thing. See, I drive a Honda. And if I if it had a Honda logo on it, would I <laughs> would I be more inclined? No. <laughs> like... Really? <laughs> Does, it doesn't matter to me at all that there's a Bentley logo on it. Like, I actually, it looks really. I think it looks really nice. It it does. I mean, I, I once you actually look at it, it does. It doesn't look bad. Like you can see it now, and it, like, and it's it doesn't look it doesn't look bad. It's it's very subtle. It's it's in a spot where it's not really like something that's going to be like in your face. Um, uh, so I th- yeah, I, I I think it's fine, especially the more Somebody's... I look at it. Somebody mentioned, actually, it was, I think it was Rhino, uh, about the, having Gucci on the side. Yeah, it's definitely not as loud as those like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. fashion brands. It's it's not it's very <laughs> undertoned. I think it's yeah. not something that jumps well, at you. And and that's the other thing is that this is called Radiance for Bentley. For Bentley, yeah. That's that's I think the official name for it. Yeah. So like, this is this is a very special like, limited edition too. Yeah, so it's not Focal like for Radiance by Focal. Focal for, for Bentley. Focal yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting way of, of wording it. Like, yeah, wording it. Um, 
because that, that's the other thing is like people need to think of this as a special edition mm -hmm. i think that's i think it's not it, yes yeah because mm -hmm. you know like we this goes back to what we were talking about before where you know a brand new focal headphone coming out at thirteen hundred dollars is exciting and uh if you think of it as a special edition then it maybe is less exciting for those of us who are not getting it specifically or not excited as excited specifically for the you know the uniqueness factor the special edition factor but for anybody who specifically wants that kind of thing then yeah this nails it it's the it's the luxury um, version <laughs> i haven't really kept up with uh automobile news but is, is bentley now using focal speakers in their latest i would imagine there's some partnership there i don't know what it is though i guess that's the only nice. thing that would make sense for me because it's <laughs> like if they're using that yeah. They're, they're making the radiance, but then they're using, I don't know, Fender speakers. I'd be like, what? <laughs> or Harman Kardon speakers. Uh, uh, yeah, it'd be Bang Olsen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I'd have to ask Chris. I, that's Actually, I'm just going to check Bentley's website. Because, <laughs> Kate, um, he told me, I, 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 I asked him like about car audio, because I don't know anything about car audio. He's, and he's big in it. He's, that's his thing. And yeah. I, I asked him, I was like, you know, if I give you, if I, you know, send you uh the, the 2008 honda fit that i'm driving would you be able to put some focal speakers <laughs> in it and i think he said you yeah, could, <laughs> yeah, he would. He now, could. to me it's like i don't know why i would do that because i'd spend more money on the speakers than the car yeah but a... <laughs> i know plenty of people that do that though so don't don't, don't... yeah that's fair enough yeah yeah um and, yeah. and like the speakers in that car are particularly horrible my my 2008 honda fit so it is something that i would like to upgrade but i'm also thinking well if i just buy a new car then maybe i don't need to <laughs> put the nice speakers in a, in a better car that's yeah. probably where I, probably what i should do but uh oh yeah. uh, production rescue asks uh how do the do the radiance uh, match up to the xc's yeah oh good question x okay so with let's imagine that you don't eq anything Surprisingly, the LCD XC is the best measuring Odyssey headphone that I've reviewed. Uh, now, I'm not saying there aren't other. Uh, I think actually uh, the LCD one uh, measures better. But uh, if if you want it to match the or get reasonably close to the to the Harman target, the XC is kind of like a brighter. Uh, it, it matches it reasonably closely, but then it's a little brighter there in the treble. And if you're treble sensitive, there's a risk that that could be a little bit fatiguing. And the radiance is kind of like the opposite of that, where it's like warmer in the treble mm -hmm. <laughs> with a with the more bass, you know, presence there. But for technicalities, yeah, the XC is definitely better. It's the XC has more detail. It's for slam, actually, the the radiance I think is is better, um, like for the, for the dynamics, um, but not by much because the XC definitely has it when you boost the bass to a similar level. Um, and for soundstage, they're fairly similar, I think. Uh, maybe slight edge to the XC, but it depends what you like. I'd said this as well. Like the soundstage for, for the Radiance is basically the same as the Allegia, but then it's because the tuning change, it, it's perceived a little bit differently. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the XC is also like twice the weight of the oh, <laughs> of yeah. the radiance it's, it's like wearing it's two comfy. two radiances <laughs> so i yeah like t to me that's that's really what it comes down to it's like yeah if you want the best technical performance the xc is that for for this for around this price point for a close back definitely the xc um there's nothing that even comes close to that 
but the tuning may not be for everybody because it's it's definitely the most yeah like counterclockwise tilted i i don't know how to describe it like it's got more well just look at the frequency response but it's got way more treble presence um and it's also got pinna gain that's the an irrelated gain and none of the rest of the odysseys do <laughs> so at least for the ones i shouldn't say that because you know for the ones that i've evaluated which is not all of them i've only evaluated like a handful of them um the xc was the best frequency response out of the bunch and that's the retuned one so don't compare this with like the older pre-2016 ones that didn't measure all that well um because i know there's a lot of people out there who are like i've heard an xc and it wasn't good at all and it's like yeah but that was the older non you know the, the one before the retune um but uh which is i mean we should probably talk about that i mean what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on the whole revision thing versus like should manufacturers make make the revisions that they do to their headphones public? Yeah. Or should they just continue to do them and have them be silent? It should definitely be public. I think it should be public. I think yeah. they should be louder about it. I don't yeah. mind yeah. revisions. Just be very clear about it. Yeah. So transparent. there's that's all there is. Transparent. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Transparency is key. Because I mean, I, I don't want to be like suggesting strategies for headphone manufacturers because I'm not one, and I don't. Yeah. There's a lot of variables that I'm not, you know, considering. Because if you think about what the, what the perception might be from a casual public audience to oh, I bought this one before you did the revision, and so you know it's been changed, and I got the same headphone, but it's not as good as mm-hmm. the one that was revised. Like that sucks. That sucks. That does I, suck. I think that you know. But in many of these cases, I think the long-term benefits for the good name of the brand, it would go a long way to mm-hmm. you know build uh, that rapport and that trust yeah, and what have with you. the community when you when you make it public. The problem is getting the uh, old stock out, it, and it's a real nightmare for for dealers. I was talking to uh, to uh, what uh, one of my friends about this who's a dealer, and and yeah, it's a nightmare if if you're sitting on a whole bunch of old stock, right? Of of older revisions, how do you get? How do you clear that out? Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why they don't make it public, like for manufacturers. Yeah, there's two sides of the coin here, of course. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, mean it, I wish they were like, if they were revisions, they were not monumental enough to where you couldn't upgrade like certain parts of an existing oh, yeah. headphone. Like, yeah, but, like, if it's too. pads, just swap the pads. If, yeah. if it is just pads, then, then yeah. Give but a discount for the new pads and, and something like new, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it's not always it's not always that. Like I know that in some cases they were there were, you know, um driver tensioning changes and things See, like that. Actually that and, happened with the final D eight thousand versus the D eight thousand Pro where and they, instead of doing a revision, they just made, made a pro, pro. version. Which, <laughs> they which just had a new model. But that sounds, that, that's what they should do, though, I think. I think I mean, that's, that's what they, Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Elder yes. just mentioned it, too. Like, he said, like, it, if they're going to do, a, like, a hardware change, like, it's a definitive, you cannot fix this yourself on your own, uh, or mm. get, cut, like, so like, a head pad, right, you head pads, get <laughs> pads to do it. Um, then, Technically, head pad is correct. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough, yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah. uh, if it's a hardware revision, like you said, the tensioning of the the driver, or like a different slight tweak to the actual driver, that someone at home couldn't get that part, you know what I mean? Then I think it should be a, a V two or like a maybe, yeah. uh, you know, do something like that. I mean, it sucks. It does suck for manufacturers because now it's it's confusing. It's what which version do you have? Like, um, but at the same time, yeah. it's yeah. I don't know. I'm also uh, coming out from a, a customer's perspective, not necessarily a with the with. 
With the D eight thousand Pro though, they did increase the price by a couple hundred bucks. But in but still, it's it's a strategy that I think works in the long run because, um, you know anybody who got the D eight the original D eight thousand isn't going to be disappointed because it, at least. Well, it works out for everybody. I mean, yeah, maybe they're like, oh, I wish I'd known that, you know, ahead of time and bought the D8000 Pro. Um, but then at the same time, it adds another SKU for them on, on the shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Like it adds another product there that they can say, this is for this customer, this mm-hmm. is for this customer. And you don't have to, again, this is just like, I don't know enough about business strategy for this kind of thing. But to me, that was the best way of doing it. Mm-hmm. They could have just come up with a revision and been like, yeah, it's the same headphone, yeah. but not. <laughs> but not yeah. <laughs> But better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then well, there's... If, they, if they if they announce it, people are not get to, for uh, for the time if it's before the release of a revision, the time leading up to the revision, they won't be getting any sales. No stock will be going out because nobody would yeah, buy no something buy it, that they so know. It's sit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to make it like a <laughs> surprise. We did yeah. a revision. That's true. And yeah. Right. You know, two point oh. On the... <laughs> yeah, but imagine the the retailers who like say a product's really popular, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the Sundara. Gets a revision, <laughs> and like uh, dealers there are, get there's like, never been a revision to the Sundara ever. Dealers get like you know ordered like a hundred units, say, and then overnight they're like, yes, revision. What do they do with that? It's like yeah, now they're stuck it's, it's with a really complicated it's, sort it's of a new product, and then it's like, what do you do with it? Yeah, yeah it's a tough. I, like I don't know how to. I don't know what the answer is, but so you know there are all your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a thing. Um, but also, like with Odyssey's approach to this, is I mean, they've they're constantly doing revisions to stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it seems like a thing with planars in general, where there's just and maybe it's maybe it's not planars, or maybe it's just more the boutique, the more boutique brands, I guess, um, where things are more like handcrafted or handmade, or there's more um, you know ability for that kind of thing to happen. But you know we've we've seen it with Hi-Fi Man, we've seen it with uh, yeah Odyssey, mm-hmm. and o- Odyssey's approach is to just say, well, okay, revisions are revisions, and we're going to make them because we're always trying to improve things. Mm-hmm. That to me is like at the very least, there's a little bit of recourse there, yeah. Because as much as it sucks for the customer, they're there's a little bit of like, yeah, they're being honest and transparent. And I think Odyssey, as much as they are, they do revisions probably more than anybody else. They're also the ones that are the most transparent about it, and I think it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. As frustrating yeah. as it is for for you know, those and it, and I think that they usually do detail what their revisions are in their blog post mm-hmm. on yeah. their website, for yeah. sure. So, you know, they 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 do say stuff where they don't just mysterious things that happened overnight and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So. What's your guys' take? So I've been thinking about this, and I'm not a scientist by any means, or any kind of material scientist or engineer, uh, yes. or that kind of jazz. Doctor like, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, no, <laughs> but, like, um, but no, like, because uh, to me, like, just thinking about magnets, right? Just purely magnets. I have thoughts the... about magnets a lot. I, I sit up late at night and I'm just like, I just we go with neodymium N52 or yeah. N50. What's better here? <laughs> but, but, but each magnet has a unique um, power pull, right? Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that potentially be an issue with, and maybe that's why, and I'm just, this is just me speaking totally just being random but like like would that be a factor in revisions too like maybe they got a new batch of magnets that doesn't have the same oh oh i see what you're saying yeah like the same power capabilities is because there's maybe there's a whatever reason the rare earth magnet is in that batch just happened to be not quite as strong or yeah i don't know like that's yeah i don't know what it's like for for magnets specifically with yeah, i don't, I don't with the variability of that because i think um, yeah 
Don't they get graded and then? Yeah, they, they the are. Stock? They're graded by like but they're that's still what's a variance, though, right? They're still like a... no, but then it would show up in the grade usually. Yeah, because you could say N fifty is not as good as N fifty two, at least for neodymium, yeah. like those magnets that they're putting in planars. But the other thing as well is there are so many other variables because this is again, I always go back to my conversation with Fang Dian, which was mm-hmm. one of the most interesting conversations I've had in this whole hobby, where. You know, he was saying how like we key in on certain things in the media, in the digital media world. We we key in on certain things like you know the magnets specifically, or like the magnet structure, or the you know, double sided versus single sided. But there are so many other parameters that we're not factoring into the design, and it all matters, including the glue, the adhesive, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. Because um, that, that all affects acoustics. acoustics so so yeah. if you have a different uh, type of adhesive, mm-hmm. is this going to change the frequency response? And the answer is probably. Yeah. <laughs> right? Everything, so like, everything will have a variance <laughs> to it, right? Everything yeah, will have or, a factor. Yeah, or or, or even in, in the case of the uh, some of the um, like the Hyphaman Aria revision that happened, they changed they changed the dust cover, the color of the dust cover. Yeah, the color. <laughs> <laughs> and and got rid of the paint that they painted on the magnets, mm-hmm. and that did change the frequency response because it's up. that they sensitive. Sh- now it didn't change it a lot. They yeah, they sh- <laughs> maybe in a maybe a special Tyler. Would have got a better, we can better sound. sound, sound yeah. Better sound. <laughs> yeah. Um... But but like, it, and it didn't change the frequency response that much. Like if you look at the curve, it's it's really close, but just a tiny little bit um, in certain areas. Uh, you know, so so that minimal of a change can have that much of an effect and so if you're i mean maybe that's something where you don't feel the need to publish it as a you know official revision because it's such a minor change that also you couldn't have foreseen like if you weren't actively trying to improve something if that was just because it's just a pro- of, uh, uh, yeah um, like, like a byproduct, byproduct of what you're of, yeah you're, of, the, what's available for you to make the headphone make manufacturing <laughs> yeah, process <laughs> then like maybe maybe you don't but at the same time it's if it's a significant enough of a change Mm-hmm. then I think it should matter. You know, you should, or then I think it's, you know, like if you, in in the case of the Aria, I can understand them not publishing that one because the curve is, it's same with the, if they did anything else to to the, um, like any of the other headphones in that lineup, mm-hmm. if, the, if, the, if the change isn't significant enough, mm-hmm. uh, like it, from the frequency response and sound quality, then I don't, you know, maybe I, you don't publish that. Yeah. But like they, with the Sandara, they probably should have because... Oh, at least was... I'm going to say that. <laughs> I'm still dealing with the headaches from that. <laughs> Just because there's, there's so many other Let's people. stop right there. No, but <laughs> the it's, Sundara it's, it's, worth, it's worth talking about because there are so many people now who are measuring Sundaras, but they're old Sundaras. Mm-hmm. And so it's not representative of what you would be buying if you were buying one today. today. Yeah. So I need to get another Sundara up to do another measurement of it to confirm that what's in stock now at... At retail Most stores, retailers, yeah, yeah, at retailers, is going to be the same as what I'm measuring on this one that I have behind me right now. Mm-hmm. I got when I did the Sundara review, I, I kept getting quite a few questions about, can you pull out a measuring tape and measure the front and back of the pads, please? I was like, but they are different. The pads, yeah, are yeah, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I just don't. I, the thing is, I couldn't even confirm it because I don't remember the dimensions of the original ones. And oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I just remember. I just remember the first time I tried a Sundara was like a year and a half ago. Right. I, I didn't like it. Because well, that was the older, probably. If there was a, a revision, then yes, I, I didn't yeah. like it. And then I tried the I tried one earlier this year, and I was like, "Well, this is fantastic." There you go. So, 
And this, this, this lines up with what Metal 571 said as well. You know, he'd heard them before and was like, eh. And then heard that one, this, you know, back when he did his review in like December. I don't remember exactly when it was. And he was like, wow, this is, uh, you know, he said he, I think his words were, I was sleeping on this one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, the, the tuning is different. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think it's enough where it matters. You know, we're talking about gaining quite a bit of bass extension and then also not having an upper mid-range shout or mid-range shout uh, that matters i think yeah and also i mean even when i took it out of the box the the pads looked different from what i remember but the thing is you, i remember I, you pointing that out yeah you had yeah, pictures of it yeah they, they looked different and i but i can't confirm that it's just the pads that's doing that is responsible for you know whatever the tuning change was because i didn't have them side but i didn't have them both at the same time so i had the, what happened was i had two of the original version and they both measured the same and this is back when i had the ears rig and whatnot mm -hmm. and then i after that had the newer revision which i also measured on the ears rig the same rig and it measured differently and the pads look different so it's not in my mind it's like it can't be just unit variation it's most likely not unit variation unless this was super lucky but we also then don't know if it's just the pads that are responsible for changing this because uh, it could it could have been the case that they just changed the pads for reliability reasons or, or even just got or, or material process, really material yeah exactly like right and, yeah and and it's not actually the pad change that's doing this it could be that they did something with the driver back mm -hmm. way back like a couple of years ago and this is just now stock levels catching up yeah so. it's funny like uh, uh, it, there's also those things like this crazy how that all works out like that because there's that too like the the factor of what if it's just literally just a pad like the new pads just had they just got a better process for getting new materials and ready to rock you know well if <laughs> we would have to, the only way to confirm that would be we get an old sundar that we know is an old sundar take apart the pad yeah yeah yep put it back together have them side What's, by side pads swapping yeah. across and then also we got to figure out if the pads that you buy from high Men's site will or that this, have an effect uh, you know we, we don't know what that is either so yeah true. crazy uh, this is see and it's because of that that i i would wish that in those cases manufacturers are more trans well not more transparent but just like make a note of this at least publicly to be like hey we've changed certain mm -hmm. things um but uh i can also understand why they don't you know yeah. i can i can understand it's a, it's a massive like especially if it's something that doesn't massively change the sound signature or if it or even if it's just like you said like it's just a color difference from the material or yeah. something like yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw an earlier question. When are we going to get a review of the Odin? Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, probably next week, uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, and then after, if you want, like, uh, so so what, what will happen, what will, what, will, uh, what will happen is we'll probably also have multiple people reviewing it. So we'll have multiple takes on, on that, like written reviews and stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I think... Uh, I think precognition is also in line yeah. for <laughs> for yeah. getting to hear that one too. So, um, but yeah, actually, on the on the revision side of things, is in the IEM world, uh, have you encountered that at all, precog? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Actually, with the with the audio stuff, actually, the Legacy Three. Oh. Okay. Um, the first one I heard, it was it, it wasn't very good. Just, just just let's just put it that way. And um, Ant though, Ant Anthony. Android. He was saying he loved it. I was like, man, what are you talking about? It, it sounds totally muffled. It's like the trouble oh, he had a off. different unit from yours. Yeah, he had a different unit. Exactly. Okay. And um, mine was one of the earlier ones. 
And then um, he had like, I think Ant had like three units and they all measured differently. And so then he sent me his unit. And, and even though I didn't have the old one still, I could tell that it was definitely, it definitely sounded better than the mm-hmm. previous one. And it mm-hmm. just, it really threw me for a loop because like, I, I just hadn't had, I don't have find that happens often, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think there was also so, some uh, some revisions with this. Uh, well, but maybe maybe it's not revisions or it's just unit variation. It could be. Uh, yeah, um, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's strictly um, revision so much as it might just be unit variation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I guess I haven't heard a, um, a revision then in terms of IMs. Like a deliberate like one. In, yeah, yeah, exactly. Be interesting. It probably happens. I mean, that's just the nature of, I think, these things too, right? Like as time goes on, maybe they, they just do a little bit tweak. Or like but, I said, there's new manufacturing, there's new, you know. See, I like what Campfire Audio did though with that because they, uh, with their, uh, like the Andromeda, right? Oh, v, V1, they just, V2, V3, and then they just came out to Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And they know they had the special edition as well, right? Mm-hmm. So like they had revisions to the Andromeda they were doing and they were like, how do we present this mm-hmm. and they did it with official you know special editions and they yeah converted that special edition into the next version yeah and so this allows you know the digital media folks like us to be like oh uh this version sounds like this this version mm-hmm. sounds like this and then we can communicate to people you know at least it helps that us in that sense but yeah there is also that that question about you know dealers and stock levels and how do you <laughs> yeah. how do you deal with that it also helps if the, if they're all like even though there's variants, there's still a reason to get the older one. I think that's kind of cool. If if you can, you know what I mean. If it's like right. if it's yeah. if it's still good, it's just now there's a different thing that's maybe different, not necessarily better. Yeah, Hopefully but people better. like the latest and greatest, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, 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 I do think if if um you know if if you can make it so that the older revision, say a new revision comes out mm-hmm. or something, you say okay, this is the new revision. I think you have a couple of choices. One is you can just make it cost more <laughs> until the old revision is gone. Yeah. <laughs> or you can make, or you can discount the old revision a little bit. And that's right? the other thing. I, yeah, I think bring, this will bring make the price more down. Sense. Bring the price down for the older revision and call it the classic or you know whatever. Like I mean, I, I can say this too. Like I the uh, classic. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a classic. Yeah. It's not a classic. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Oh geez, I just gave away a million dollar idea. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Should I hire you? Sure, I honestly already have that one. The LCD two classic. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's right. True. Um, but like, like for me, like the Andromeda twenty twenty, for instance, like I think that's fantastic. I am, but I still miss the sparkle or the the treble high from the the V two V three V one even like right. Like I think mm-hmm. like so. There's there's something to be said about the twenty twenty. I think is a better overall. I am, but I still. Like there's something to be said about having that sparkle that it has. There's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, we had um, I just I, I, we've talked that subject to death probably, but <laughs> <laughs> boring somebody. Um, but uh, we actually had some other topics as well that that uh, we haven't even gotten to yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I wanted to ask. Okay. I, oh no. Yeah. Here. This is what it is. This. It was the subject of headphones that sound good despite of the Ooh, fact that they measure, don't yeah. measure well and then also the flip side of that is headphones that sound bad in spite of the fact that they, they measure, measure good and i have some thoughts on that but i want to uh ask uh theo if he's come across that in iems of course it's a little bit more challenging as well yeah. for iems because we don't necessarily have a as standard of a reference curve 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, w- what's your take on that for for you know the measurements versus? Uh, Honestly, not really. With IMs, <laughs> I can kind of like tell that there's something off with it if the frequency doesn't line up with mm-hmm. expectations. But yeah, I- I'm sure it definitely happens though, um, and especially even more so with headphones. Like you mm-hmm. were talking about with the, yeah. the radiance, I think earlier, and um, I just haven't come across it yet personally. Well. Kryn and I were talking about this a while ago in one of the earlier streams we did, but where mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd asked about why is it that with IEMs you have a far wider range of uh, you know impressions, or like there's a lot more disagreement about how something sounds. Yeah, that's um, true. I've noticed that. And and he made a really good point about how the, the reason for this is that um, because we're not with IEMs, we're not dealing with um, as many gain factors. The manufacturer has to assume what yeah. the gain factors would be for each for for the person right so yeah, with headphones exactly. you don't you, you only really have to as, assume i mean a, a, apart from the fact that people's ears are shaped differently and we have different hrdf all you really have to assume if you're doing over your headphones i say all but what the <laughs> it's more right so, so there's more already there for your physical ear so you mm-hmm. only really need to assume preference stuff like room and angle and you know yeah, yeah that kind of stuff whereas with iems you have to assume what the what what would be normal what what the brain would would expect to hear for a person's ear the mm-hmm. uh, you know the outer ear and everything and everything else so that makes it more challenging to tune it but then also it makes it it's also probably why there's so much more variance as you get a lot as, of variety because of that I yeah think. yeah um so so with that in, in mind i mean if you if you could identify a specific, we probably asked you this, but before, but if you could identify a specific IEM that would be kind of like your reference curve, what would that be? Mm, I know what probably it is. Probably just the U12T with more bass <laughs> on it. I mean, like. So, so the 64 Audio Neo. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just like bass. There's all there yeah. is to it, man. Yeah. So that's yeah, why you hated like... the Campfire Ara. <laughs> the Ara. Yeah. Ara, Ara, what? Issues. Like the. <laughs> like the the peanut the um the ear compensation I could tell it was like it was a what is it one point five kHz so everything just sounded really distant in the mid range and just not in a good way because well, of the cut after I think it's after two kHz it also dips after that um, yeah the, there's the a upper mid range as well yeah yeah, yeah. and that's really so, noticeable I, it just bothers uh, me a little to, I again I have to quote Crin he described it as the wibbly wobbly mids which I thought was the best description <laughs> of, of frequency yeah. response um. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I I, I like the R about it too yeah. much because I know like yeah exactly you like it and I'm sure that there are a lot of other people Marvy like well. from SBAF likes it yeah but yeah it's definitely uh, yeah it's... I think it lo- just lends itself to more Di- different like, genres yeah <laughs> yeah um, but so y- your your reference curve would be like a, a U12T you're saying with a little more bass um, yeah. and then but then like I mean, you had said as well, though, that you didn't quite like the Blessing 2 as much. Like, the Blessing 2 didn't necessarily fit your ideal, you know, no, response yeah, curve. And for a lot of people, it does, which yeah, I thought was yeah, very, interesting. Very good tuning, the Blessing yeah. 2. Yeah. It's still a little tinny, though, or lean in the highs to me for the Blessing 2. It is, two. it is. Yeah, it's like really lean. Um, then, uh, it's, not, it's, it's not as well extended in the, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I mean, um, it's, but it, but that's me being super critical of a thing that's you know for the price performance. It's you like, got to take crap. into account the price every <laughs> yeah. time. Like three hundred dollars, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's on yeah. another level. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like with with that's an example of something that we know that it's let's say okay ob objectively measures well as much as we can say objectively in this sense because I, again we don't have IEMs and reference curves it's not right. as significant of a thing or it's not as yeah um, well recognized thing uh, but let's say you know for most people we can say like the blessing two measures quite well yeah at the very least mm -hmm. we can say that and then but then it's something where you know you personally know that it's not to your you know tuning preference and i think there are probably going to be other people as well that that fit into that category um you know where it's not to their tuning preference um and even just i know taryn doesn't like the Harmon curve all that much <laughs> for over your headphones so like i know that's that's uh there, there's, there's a lot of you know uh examples like that but i did want to just uh mention at least for over your headphones i tend to think that the measurements do line up with the subjective experience to a certain degree like i do think that maybe not perfectly in all cases but you know at least below 10k hertz on yeah. standardized measurement rigs it lines up reasonably closely with the way that i hear stuff um and so to me like if something measures really well like relative to that reference curve at the very least i will like that about it but the flip side of this is that there are definitely examples of headphones that don't measure all that well relative to that target that I also do enjoy. So I think I, that's what I find more commonly. It's not about, you know, oh, I don't like it when it, when it matches the target perfectly. Because if it matches the target re like reasonably well, I generally do like it. Like I generally am able to get into the tuning. But it's only when, like in, in the flip side, the, you know, there's, there's times when I'm thinking of, it, of, of any specific examples, but like, um, yeah, I mean, headphones that are a little more relaxed in the upper mids, for example, mm -hmm. that doesn't match the target, but there's a good chance that I like it still, you know? Mm -hmm. So just because it doesn't perfectly match the, the target curve there, it doesn't mean I'm not going to like it. And I think there's also room for this because in some areas where it doesn't match the target, it can be better or worse, right? Like if something is, is re it deviates really strongly at 8.5k hertz, that is so much worse for me <laughs> than if something deviates at, you know, uh 5k hertz or you know and, and maybe like that's a 400 thing for each person right like maybe there's a certain frequency yeah, that, certain that, bit, exactly, like, yeah exactly yeah where it's all of a sudden that will be your thing where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like everyone's like what are you talking 8, about 8.5k like, hertz it's just i can't deal with with peaks at 8.5k hertz at all that'd be, an, um, that'd be interesting to try out and check out like to try and like find each of ours like where are we most sensitive yeah to like what's our what's our issue like in the yeah. in the fridge uh I, and i will say like uh, to me like Here's a good question in that space. Well, uh, for me, like the, I would think that the SR, where am I at here? It's right there. The SR1A, yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that one does, I mean, cause that's how hard, that's a really impossible thing to measure on a, on a regular, right? Like, I mean, unless you have the ear like simulator or a head and torso simulator maybe, but um, yeah. anyways, that's beside the point. Like what, like what, what's your thoughts on like he, hearing a thing first before seeing measurements and going, this is like decent. But then you see a measurement because I've, oh, I've that's a really good question. And then and, and, then the, your and your change is your opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that because I've seen that happen on different forums oh, yeah. and stuff all the time too. Where people are like, "This is great." I mean, even I am subject to that. Like where I was like, "Guy," and I'm not even a big measurement guy, but I'll be like, "Whatever, this sounds great." And then so I'll see a measurement curve, and be like, "Okay," and then I'll see like the little like thing. I'm like, yep. and then I'll focus on that, and I'll be like, "Okay, well, am I hearing that?" And then I'll so hear psychological, it. Man. Yeah, like what, what's, what's <laughs> the thing, right? Like it's such a. Uh, uh, 
so being the the resident you know measure snob person here <laughs> we have a different term for that but measure i don't want youtube yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh to, to me i think people scrutinize measurements incorrectly for starters mm -hmm. um not incorrectly but like they'll take a they'll take a fine-grained look at at a okay they'll evaluate a fine-grained frequency response measurement on a raw mm -hmm. graph relative to a coarse-grained target and that introduces problems where you're it's never going to look as good mm -hmm. as you know what i mean like you could look at any measurement of any headphone and there's only going to be like three of them that actually measure well you know, if you're yeah. if you're doing that, if you're looking at, and I think that's what that's the problem is that most people are doing this when they're looking at measurements. Mm -hmm. They're scrutinizing the fine grained response that they get, and they're not they're not they're not approaching back and looking yeah, at they're not it approaching the... it the right way. And and um, so so on that front, I think it's easy to um, like there, there's a mismatch between what your what your psychology is doing when you mm -hmm. see the measurement and what your experience is when you're listening to the headphone and. Because of that, I think in most cases, um, you know, the, the the results are going to be a little bit skewed, and we're more likely to actually be able to enjoy the headphone if we have no sense of mm -hmm. what the measurements are, because we're not dealing with that additional psychological factor. Mm -hmm. um, but when you do look at this in a more, let's say, I don't know how to frame this, but like in a in a more like reasoned <laughs> approach where you reckon you know exactly where the dips and stuff should be mm -hmm. and you think about the overall tonal balance and stuff like that i tend to think that you know if you hear even if you like something mm -hmm. the way that something sounds um you can hear where the deviations are yeah um, like the and, CMF, and, and, and very close i can do i can hear that. yeah and 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 you might just not be paying attention to those deviations until you see where those deviations are in a frequency response mm -hmm. graph and you go oh yeah okay it is it mm -hmm. does match now the question is, did that ruin the headphone for you? And I think, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> but for some people, for it some might. people it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I get. yeah. Like some right? people are like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, it happen that somebody you know likes yeah. the headphone, and then they see the measurements, like, oh, I don't like that squiggly. Yeah, or they sort they start, you know, that you hear them say something good, and then like they see a measurement, it's just like, well, did I like it? <laughs> but uh, for me, it was the other way around for the study. Actually, I had seen the measurements. I was. Oh, you'd already colored your opinion of it. <laughs> it was sort of preconditioned to to being like, well, that looks odd. But then I listened to them, and I was like, well, these sound. Fantastic. I think these. I these sound fantastic, and there's not really any. There's not really much I would change about them. Everything's pretty. I mean, and I I, I even got Tyler to try the EQ. It's true. Tyler used that. EQ. <laughs> Thanks, and he thanks said, for putting you know me what? on blast, man. I thought we were friends. <laughs> and he friends. said, it's subtle. <laughs> it is. It's yes. very subtle. It was super subtle. Which, means, like... that, which means that it was actually a headphone that I, that I, I found didn't, didn't sound at all like it measured. I thought it yeah. need tons of EQ and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something where, uh, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people have mixed opinions about the Stelia, mm -hmm. but for the people who've heard it, most of them tend to think that it sounds just fine. Yeah. So it's, it's, I can't like it. It's, it wasn't quite like the uh, like the HDA twenty, which I no without measurements I put it on. And I was like, well, it sounds sort of off. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas the study was like, why am I not hearing anything that's off immediately? Yeah. At least when when the well when the things. Uh, are you, hey, hey Chrono, did you yeah break your camera by pulling the connector out? 
people. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, no, I, had, I not, had to run. I had to run. This is not the the Sony's. The nice thing with the with the with the Stelia, the nice and all the Focal headphones is that the connectors you don't have to worry too much about. Yeah. Pop right guys, up. guys, <laughs> yeah. don't but, worry, don't worry. The camera is safe and sound. It's just that the battery should, decided yeah. to not work, or rather, to run out of battery. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I, I'm just giving you a little bit of time to charge, and I promise I'll turn it on before the stream. Well, should, yeah, tur tur turn it on now. Might, might as well. You probably got enough charge there. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, with with the Stelia as well. Like one of the things I think, even with the with the Radiance as well, one of the things Focal seems to be really good at doing is, you know, tuning tuning certain frequency ranges to have decent balance, mm -hmm. you know, with one another. And mm -hmm. you know, maybe one headphone's a little more bright leaning, one's a little bit more warmly. This one's more definitely more warm leaning. But the like the smaller ranges, frequency ranges are still well tuned. So, you know. In in this case in particular, like for the Radiance, this is the easiest Focal headphone to EQ, like oh. by far, um, because all you have to do is add a uh, you know four dB or you know, four and a half dB at five point five kHz with a very wide Q value, and that's it. I mean, then obviously to your preference, if you change stuff up. Hey, we got. Hey, <laughs> and now right we're on. facing each other. <laughs> it was your fault anymore. this whole time, Precog. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm joining the party. I'm joining the party. I'm joining the party. Joining the party. Yeah, I'm joining the party. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And now we're all gonna get jacked up and not. Be, we're all gonna be facing away from each other. <laughs> all right, guys. This is the end of the <laughs> And we did. We all separate. Well, no, you and you and Theo are now. Right? And now we're facing each other in, in my. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's was perfect. perfect. Yeah, the camera finally happened. Uh, that's perfect. That's classic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, are, you guys are looking great. We should do this more often. Yeah, look at that. Some, yeah. some handsome dells make us uh, oldies look. look uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Android's in the chat. What's up, Android? Okay, we should probably. Oh, I, I wanted to. Um, apart from just finishing up on Chrono's thought here, apart from the. The fact that you just like the Stelia. <laughs> what? What's your? I know you're doing a review, and you've 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 got a review written already, which will be yeah. published today. Um, yeah. What's That's your? That's on the forums your, if anybody's curious. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. What's What's your general take on the Stelia? We're oh we 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 are folk cowboys today. Look at that. Yeah, we got the, the folk <laughs> gang over here. He's using the <laughs> Focal the branded Apple the, AirPods. Yeah, Focal, well, Focal, Focal AirPods. AirPods. Theo, he's rocking them. I, lo I yeah. love the AirPods, man. Uh, so, hot take. I wear my AirPods, actually. Hot, uh, hot take on the Stelio. Well, it's fantastic. It's, fant it's just fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, I... It's not as weird as it looks on on graphs. I guess that's the first thing I already said. That's so that's kind of boring. Um, really punchy, like really, really punchy. Mm -hmm. uh, you said not, it was even too much dynamics for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which well, I, I didn't mean, know if, was a if, thing. I, if, if I'm not focusing on the music, right? Like if yeah. I was like, you know, I don't know, writing the review or playing games. It was like, it's it was it was yeah, it was borderline distracting. I think. Um, but if you're listening to music, it makes them really like, yeah. energetic, really fun to listen to, very engaging. And then the mids have this weird, not weird, but like this sonorous kind of quality, especially for brass instruments, because a lot of the resonances that are there 
Mm. Are like are slightly amplified for those instruments. I, I thought they sounded fantastic. Yeah, I love yeah, I love a brass with these. Yeah. Uh, the the bass for me is a, a, just a little. Uh, the sub bass is a little bit too much for me, but mm. I think it's it's just a very it has a, a little bit of warmth, very enjoyable, fun headphone, very exciting headphone to listen to. Oh, oh we lost you. <laughs> oh, whoops! I was moving around on my iPad. <laughs> right on. So uh, overall, you, you you like it. For Estelia, oh yeah, I think it's great. We got to get Theo to try some yeah, over your headphones. Yeah, try to get him some. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. <laughs> I do have a yeah. I have a DAC amp thingy on loan right now, so maybe I can make use of that. That would be nice, actually. So, what? Which one is it? I think it's an old one. It's like an Audio GD or something. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like an eleven twenty eight. I don't know what it is actually, but yeah, it'd be good to get some use out of it. For sure. Yeah. You know, DAX, good DAX and apps are getting so cheap these days. It's yeah, yeah, the bar of entry. That's, that's a good thing, honestly. Yeah. Agreed. Like, I've looked at some of the prices for like the yeah. good stuff, and it's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. The... It's, tough to, it's tough to really get... I mean, I, said, I was saying this like a while ago, but it's, it's tough to get really excited about the really expensive DAX and apps <laughs> because the, 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 you know, inexpensive stuff is getting so good these days that yeah. the difference between them is so insignificant mm-hmm. compared to the price that you pay meaning you really have to be set on your headphones <laughs> like you yeah. you gotta be like hey this is the one for me <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah i agree like but, synergy and stuff like that too yeah you know, uh, uh, cho- choosing headphones is hard in general and then you also add amps and synergies and... <laughs> yeah. yeah the answer's it can get really complicated really fast uh, Terrence, Terrence says, Precog, we've sent you all those IEMs and you're using AirPods. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably because of the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're so convenient. <laughs> I, I use AirPods all the time, actually. So you got to use like like other, them. like, uh, you know, 64 audio IEMs and then and then just use the microphone from the AirPods. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that with an iPad. But, yeah, it'd be, uh, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, should we take some questions from the chat? Yeah, it's rocking. We're going the chat for going. about over an hour and a half now. So yeah, I see the overheat warning on my camera, but it's probably just because it's really warm in yes. here right now. The door closed. Mine's probably close to running out of battery again. Uh, again, from <laughs> speaking from, yeah, speaking so, from experience. Yeah. Uh, resolve. Good. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, resolve. You already missed the Cayenne amp. I I still have it. Um, I didn't give that one away. <laughs> but actually, the per, yeah. Um, the headphone giveaway went great and yeah. uh, uh he's uh really excited uh, the, the winner is really excited so yeah it's very very cool uh, um let's see uh, any questions here. guys if you have questions post Ask, them in the chat yeah. now we probably <laughs> no, missed a lot of your guys' questions yeah, from earlier so yeah <laughs> questions is the up. time um it looks like everyone's just having a good time chatting and listening so uh but there was a lot of talk about uh magnets and radiation yeah max radiation cancer from magnets uh so T- radiation from like planars and stuff or <laughs> yeah, ha- magnets. no just uh headphone magnets uh yeah here we go tyler t4 amp what are your thoughts I best love, pairings i i love the thing man like it's, that's a eddie, eddie Cur- the, uh, no it's wait, the ecp it? the ecp t4 it's uh beezers bizarre's uh is the only place you can get it and it's a very uh, apparently okay. they're they they have no no parts to make more and so they're trying to source parts now so i, oh, I was yeah. like one of the last like two people to get one um so it sucks because it's like they're fan- it's a fantastic amp um before that was the ravenswood they had that was not there yeah it's different 
amps, but they're similar. Um, this one has a, it's a hybrid. It's got, um, I don't want to show you guys my desk. It's a mess. I just moved everything <laughs> around. Um, but I'll, but you're going I'm to going to anyways all right <laughs> there we are ah. so there it is and so that's um you see the tubes up there and i i you can kind of see it there a little purple uh so i did a custom yeah. thing where i asked for a purple led it's very subtle it's very of course nice. of course yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks really nice but you like it oh man uh, it is i mean i don't know if you noticed i have no other amps outside of my um uh, uh sr1a yr on my desk yeah. right now so it's um, I literally moved all my other amps off, and I'm only using this. And I've I'm using it with the the Focals. I use it with my uh, ZMFs. Uh, I I do have to actually move an amp back over because I did just get this lovely thing, the Terran Special. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so Wait, uh, those are beautiful. This, these are the, the ones. Ocean that, blue. Yeah, Terran Terran actually did the custom on this, so he did the. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, wow. So he did the mix on those. So um, and I but the problem with these though is. It only comes with 3.5, so like. <laughs> there we go. Hey, that worked great. <laughs> nice focus. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so I need to move over some stuff and, and the the sockets are inset. Like you have yeah. to yeah. like those cables. They you they, they go far into this into the socket. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, they go really far in. Yeah, they go real far in. So you have to get like. Um, let's see if I can get these in. Uh, kind of like because they're. I think there are some aftermarket cables that do I work. I personally don't have any. You know what yeah, works after, in them? After the HD100 uh, trauma oh that I have, I was really worried that I had already ruined the Rad Zero because I put them in and they, they felt like they clicked. And, you know, they looked like they went far in. and But there wasn't any sound that I realized you just got to... Just chrono and connectors. It's, just, yeah. it's rough out there, man. <laughs> Yeah. Out there. Um, actually, one cable that does work with that is is the Hi-Fi Man uh, 3.5s. Um, oh. Now, the cables for those are not they're the surgical tubing cables, not yeah. this one. Surgical tubing cable cables, but they do I'm fit with the with the connectors. Um, and uh, so, if you had a balanced one from a Hi-Fi Man connector, that would work. Um, mm. But uh, my, yeah, okay. I, uh, I, I yeah, I do have. I think so. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, I see some more questions here from the chat. Uh, there's one, the Stelio versus Allegia for low volume background music at the office. Is the Allegia too much if I need to focus on work to be done? Allegia gets out of the way. Um, I think at low volume, not really. It's it's something that kind of like that that dynamic thing that I mentioned kind of scales. But even because I did find that even when listening to it was mostly if it was in the bass because again it has like that sort of sub bass emphasis, and even listening to like jazz, you would hear some really low, you know bass tones and they would like kick like pretty hard and that i i found that a little distracting but i think if you turn the volume down it would be mm -hmm. that i mean that is one of the the allegiance strengths as well i find is that at low volumes in an office setting i mean that was what i was using it for right <laughs> yeah but i also so. find that these kick a lot harder than the clear and the and the Allegiant. oh yeah yeah yeah, they, yeah these... they will definitely yeah yeah um Keep oh yeah, I, I should be in the QC I, team for headphones. Any reason why you don't review electrostatics? This is like I've seen this like a number of times where I think there's a perception that like we hate electrostatics. But there was a comment but, of that on the yeah, on the uh, but, but no, video. It's 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 I have nothing. I like electrostatics. Yeah, I like the ones that like the SR007 uh, 2.9 is is amazing. Um, 
it's just that it's I don't have the opportunity to because it's hard to get them in um, because you can't just run it off a regular amplifier. You need the whole system there. So, or you need an energizer or something like that. So, um, yeah, eventually know. I'll need to I'll I'll be doing some Estat reviews. I have nothing against Estats. I I think it's great. Um, but um, okay, so let's see. Um, when's the Allegiant earpad comparison coming? I, there isn't really one. There's you just use the Allegiant pads. The, the Dakoni sheepskin solids do work. They're the only other ones that I would recommend throwing on the Allegia. Um, but I still prefer the Allegia pads overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I'll post the measurements of the Dakoni sheepskin uh, solids on the yeah. Allegia on the forum. So if you guys want to, I'll post in the Allegia threads. If you guys want to check that out, go there. And I, I didn't um, see something about that too. Somebody else was talking about that. They took yeah. your recommendation for that and they said that they love them. Like that was their, oh, they, yeah, they, like they, the, the, they do boost the base. Yeah, for sure. But like, um yeah it's with, with all that stuff it's like <laughs> it's gonna change you know, something you have to find yeah, a preference and go <laughs> and, and and also like i wasn't changing it without eq either like mm-hmm. i was changing it for the reason of making it easier to eq and i didn't find like i don't think that it's uniquely better for that it's just that you get more base by default which is great i guess <laughs> yeah um yeah, but I'm let's with, see. Sorry, I, I, I wasn't snickering at you. I was snickering at Android's questions. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's all good. You, can, you can snicker at me. I don't get offended if you snicker at me. <laughs> uh, I, I see. Okay, there's a question here about the T5 Gen 3, Bayer Dynamic T5 Gen 3. Um, and no, I haven't heard it. I don't know. Have you? Any of you guys heard it? No. That's the low one, right? It is. And everybody who I've talked to who's heard it hates it <laughs> every single person <laughs> so i as much as i you know i mean maybe i will review it but but it's not something i'm you know getting up in the morning excited about you know i'm not like let's get that t5 gen 3 because uh yeah so far early reports are not encouraging um yeah we did talk about the h the hd 560s what about Chrono's uh, DT880 600 ohm the, versus the 990 Pro and the Tiger for gaming? Sorry. Uh, those are all Bayer Dynamic headphones, right? Uh, the 600 ohm DT880, which one? Because I, I I saw the question earlier, so I started looking it up to see if maybe I could get one in for review. But it was uh, is it the premium that people... Which well, there's Pro the and there's premium. Yeah, yeah, because there's this Pro. There's also a studio model. I don't know what the differences are or which one's which. And then the Tiger, I haven't heard. I heard the 990. I reviewed the 990 on my old channel. Um, so I, I don't know. Hey, which which one is this? Is it the studio? I, one yeah. On which 880? And also, in general, the DT880 600 ohm is probably decent, and the DT990 is probably pretty peaky and sibilant. But... Yeah. Maybe for gaming, that could be you know desirable. Yeah, Maybe that is first-person shooters. Trouble is your friend, actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah. that's what I find. Yeah. I, I, Theo, real quick, I have a quick random question for you. Yeah, what's up? What What do you use to carry your uh, DAP and IEM around with? What do I use to carry them around with? Yeah, your IEMs just randomly. He's like, he's like my hands. <laughs> like, I have these like. I bought these cases off of um, off of some store online. They're like oh, metal cylinder, the puck, hockey puck ones mm-hmm. that you. Because like, I just abuse my stuff, unfortunately. So yeah. <laughs> um, 
but I, I honestly just throw them in my, in my backpack. So yeah, fair enough. Just, just, I just throw them right in there. But I know that there's like um, those pouches from like Van Nui's and stuff that, 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 that Rush that... is always shielding that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've looked at it, but I, I don't think I need something like that. Honestly, you're not gonna do the clips on the belt or anything. Like that? Yeah, I'll pass on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you? Uh, tried like what's your go-to like do you use a dap or do you use like a I mean we've talked about this before but you said or do you use the phone dongle he's dongle what's yeah, your the, the, yeah, DX160. yeah DX1 okay I've recently yeah. been using the DX160 more and the reason why I wasn't using it that much was because I couldn't get it to work as just a regular DAC for the computer like just with a you know as a USB DAC even though it has oh, that phone you tried to do some okay and it, I couldn't get it to work. It wouldn't. It wouldn't show up. And then I, I did some digging, and it turns out that, the, that you have. It doesn't work with the cable that comes with it <laughs> as a USB DAC. Yeah, you have to use. Uh, oh, I have the pink one here. The pink, I want the <laughs> pink it's, one. Yeah, pink it's one. It's it's in the box. Yeah, but pink. the the yeah, you need a really short USB C cable to be able to uh, make it work as a USB DAC. And it, it like I was so frustrated trying to figure this out because I, I had all these other USB cables. I was like, why is this not working? Is this like That might be defective? what happened to me too. I, I just and, went to the Sennheiser store and tried to plug it into one yeah. of the things and it wouldn't work. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it seems weird problem. to me that they would like not include a cable, like the right yeah. cable for that. It's kind of vexing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really yeah, like I, them. They're the, yeah. Like personally, I just use it for the sound. Honestly, the... um. Yeah. I don't think the user interface and stuff like that is all that great. But the, oh, it's the way sound slower definitely... than a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the sound is definitely what you're there for on the yeah. DX160. Yeah. And uh, for for most other situations, the the dongle is good enough. Yeah. <laughs> as much yeah. good as it gets. Yeah, I know that's Crin's favorite source. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not throwing shade. Um, let's see. Uh, we got some more questions in the chat here. Um, what's your favorite micro SD card for portable that's, audio? That's what I was laughing at earlier. That's what I was. Oh, Sony man. high def, only one. Am I right? Am I right? Are you listening on your camera? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I think I, I assume he's joking. I don't know if that's. No, I think uh, there's a there's a thread. Of no, there's a meme that, going around. Yeah. In oh, really? Head fight like, threads. Yeah. Like oh, people no. are Same. discerning differences between. And, and burn it, um, right? Different SD cards. And, and there was a you got to burn in like, your SD card. Yeah, you had to burn in your SD card. Like, where you had to load it up <laughs> I with stuff, be delete it off, I load it up, and delete it, reformat it like five times before it sounded proper. And like, it was like, what? Like, it was so confusing. Yeah. I don't, yeah. But what if the weak point in your chain is the lack of using unicorn hair for the cable? All right. So, how do you know if your SD card time. is the right SD card? Gets me every time. The damn <laughs> unicorn hair, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, let's see. Uh, T five, all T five versions were bad. So I'm not a. I mean, this is no secret. I'm not a fan of the of the Bayer Peaks, like Treble Peaks, because again, I'm sensitive to that particular region. So I didn't like the DT nineteen ninety Pro. So I didn't like the well, the DT eight eighty that I used to own was actually okay. It didn't have as much of a peak, but I don't like the DT nine ninety because of that reason as well. So I don't. I'm not like encouraged by you know the even if they're really good for resolution stuff like that like i i just worry about those peaks um I'm, did you see. see the mad planars thing i've never even heard of this so I don't, maybe ants oh the red is that the one the red yeah yeah um i'm gonna see if i can get one of those because they look 
the Avenger. They look really cool. <laughs> yeah, or lately they look unique. So I'll, I'll see yeah, if I can get one square. of those. For... The red one yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to make a purple one, right? Yeah, and then it's um, yeah, four hundred bucks. It's easy. So that's that's enough. Oh, to... have you guys seen? Okay, this is a question for for all of you guys. But have you seen the? Uh, there's a Chinese, or it's I think it's a Chinese company called Gold Planar. Oh yeah, it's, and they do. Ant was just telling me about this. Uh, yeah, and they they did both the SR1A and a SR1A. Yeah, and an AMT driver headphone. Yeah. So they basically did, and I mean to be to be honest, they look cool. Yeah. Like, um, but I looked at the frequency response and no, no, um, not, not good. <laughs> <laughs> just. Well, I saw again. I don't know what the rig it was that was being used, but the the one I saw was a comparison between the AMT uh, one that they had uh, and and uh, the LCD four, and it showed a similar lack of ear gain mm-hmm. as the LCD four. So I'm not encouraged by that. Um, but it's interesting, at least, that other companies are doing you know trying to do full range AMT or the ribbon, you know. It, uh, yeah, there's not many. I don't think it's anybody's outside of that, right? Outside of them doing the ribbon or AMT. As far as the ribbon one, I don't know. But AMT, there is also one other company. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Was it Obravo? Oh, yeah. I think I've heard that. I think there's one other company doing it. Um, but uh, not full range, as far as I know. Uh, let's see. A uh, couple, couple more, more questions here. Uh, come on, guys. If I miss your questions, <laughs> ask, ask again. again if, yeah. If, yeah, if anybody's got questions for uh, IEM questions, hit, hit you know hit Theo with those. <laughs> uh, putting me on the spot, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll try and get you know get you on the spot. Uh, LCD XC or Radiance? Pretty sure, sure I know is. the answer already. LCD. Well, okay. If you can't handle seven hundred grams, then the Radiance. But <laughs> right, that's the big question. It's it's don't, don't worry about anything else. If if it's if weight is something that doesn't bug you, then yeah, the XC. But if you want a much more normal weighing headphone, then yeah, the Radiance. And, and, and you have to realize too, like uh, so uh, Norton Penny says, doesn't see a reason to go for the Radiance over the Elysia. And that's fair because uh, Radiance is also a very limited special edition. Like I, I, it's it's not I'm meant that to boat. be like a consumer. Yeah. I, I, to my opinion, this is, I'm not Focal. I'm not, I have no insider knowledge. My opinion of, and my take on it is that it's a special limited, not meant to be like a massive consumer thing. And it's not going to be a huge amount of them that they're going to make. Yeah, it's a li- yeah, special edition. Um, there's, oh, I, I, I it, the chat, I just caught up with it. So yeah, I see the comment now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like right now you can buy an Allegia for 500 bucks. Four, something like that 400 yeah is it is it better than the Allegiant? yes but that much better i i don't know i think it's just that the Allegiant is such a really good deal right now do you think you can eq it into being like could you radiance? eq an Allegiant to sound like a radiance i don't i don't know if that's i mean that, that's assuming that, I would that you're fine with EQ, right? <laughs> yeah yeah i i think i think you can eq the Allegiant and have it be pretty darn close the, the the main advantage is the bass response for the radiance, mm-hmm. I think, and the mid range is a lot more balanced on the radiance. But yeah, I I don't know. Like, I think you can EQ an Allegia and have it sound pretty darn close. So that's what I would do. There's a good one. So and actually, an Android could talk about a little bit too. But someone there have been people have been talking about the Emu Teaks a lot again recently. Yes, and I need to get one in for review because because a lot of people are because you can't buy the TRX 00s nope. anymore. Nope. So the Emutiques are the only way to get Fostex, that yeah. yeah, 
And uh, well, and, and, and there's the cup swap too. You can do the cup swap to get the different yeah. sound profiles and stuff, which is yeah, very uh, interesting. Uh, if anybody I've has seen, one of those, I've seen those that... measured. Uh, I mean, mentioned a lot more recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anybody has one and you want to send it in for re- measurements and review, let me know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <coughs> Steal it from your wife. Yeah, that's what I was... <laughs> Ant. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, I, and I can compare them with the TRX zero zeros, mm-hmm. the Ebony's. Yeah, because I, I still have I, those. Ant has my purple hearts now, so and okay. he has the Ebony yeah. cups to replace. Some yeah, with, so. I I think. I think those are like those drivers are fantastic and they they like they're not they, there's definitely a limit to those drivers but I, you know all those different headphones that they've been put into um they slam like crazy <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. it's great ant has a good one did you see his in there the uh uh for you specifically uh resolved uh will you be able to measure Im- impedance curves on headphones ians with your rig impedance curves mm-hmm. i don't know what that means so i'm just i am i mean in theory um you mean like where the impedance swing is like for example on the uh like the utopias is around like 50 hertz and stuff like that i think that's what he means um i yeah because i'm just using uh rue like i'm using room equalization which is the same as like everybody else is using so in th- anything you can capture with that in theory i'd be able to capture as well but i haven't been specifically publishing that information mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I I, I don't yeah maybe I'm not 100% sure Um, yeah swings he's saying swings yeah yeah um, I I think it is something that we'll need to do at the very least this is something that I want to look into and do more of because I want to like I'm also even considering like publishing other measurements and like methodology for publishing measurements because like I've decided to stick with the Harman combined curve I was initially going to go with um the target that i sent crin with the 900 hertz neutral like the what he calls the in-ear fidelity target Mm. um but i stuck with the Harmon combined for now because um it to me that gives a that gives a target that is going to be helpful for eq for anybody trying to eq because like if you're just using a flat target there 900 hertz down maybe this is good for representing the data but i'd rather have something be not just good for representing it, but also good for you know trying to trying to adjust for per- people's preference for if you're doing EQ. So I'm sticking with that for now. But at the same time, I also want to be publishing more stuff. So multiple different averages of the same headphone of the same side, um, stuff like that. And then yeah, I mean getting impedance swings would also would also be really nice. And now hopefully in the next little bit, I have something really exciting for the measurement uh, stuff. Um, Matt Economist is sending me he actually built some in-ear microphones so uh, we'll be able to compare at least ideally I have to still figure out how to do this because I have to do a little bit of like uh, yeah wasn't uh, there a guy that did that a lot what was his no name? no it's 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 the same thing similar to what Olive from Olive's Gadgets okay. does um, but yeah it's it's basically a cl- uh, ear occluded um, microphones so mm-hmm. similar yeah same idea but what I want to do with this is I want to be able to compare what the measurement of that is on on my head? Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, the battery ah, exhausted. I knew it. <laughs> At least it tells you. Yeah, that. there's the rainbow. There's the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I've been charging the entire day, guys. Yeah, the entire day. Sorry about that. That's no, okay. We no. saw you for a little bit. That's yeah. all we needed. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm recharged <laughs> now because we got to see you. So. Oh, thank you. Refreshed um, and happy. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll be able to compare the. Uh, 
the standardized rig and how things measure on the standardized rig with how they measure on my own ears. And this will be interesting for those cases where there is a difference in terms of the, how the measurement looks on the standardized rig and how I hear it. Um, so at the very least, this is just more data to look at and, and uh, publish if it's interesting. <laughs> um, and like the other nice thing about that is it'll be able to provide some sort of like anchor for why I have the conclusions that I do. You know, like a lot of people, if, if it's like, oh, I don't hear it like this, like the way you said, it, it's like, well, but I can show you how I, how I heard it. <laughs> mm -hmm. At least ideally, that's that's what I'm hopeful to be able to achieve with this. Um, because uh, at, the, at the end of the day, people do hear things differently. Um, let's see. Somebody asked, uh, last Rhino asked about, is, is there such a thing as too much dynamics? Well, you seem to think there is. I seem to think there isn't. <laughs> too much I, again, I think it's it's the, depending for scenario. It's like if you're if you're listening to the music, I Which think it's we should great. be listening pretty different. But how are By you the listening? I mean, if you're listening, if you're, if you're you know if you're sitting there, you know, focusing on the music mm -hmm. is what I mean. But like. When doing something else, I I felt like it could be a little like a, a little you, extra side. Can you have yeah. an EQ profile that is my doing something else? <laughs> low dynamics, you just you low shelf it like crazy at around like 150 hertz. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. Like I feel like it's it's just the the driver's excursive force. Like I don't yeah. know. If, I don't think I can EQ that. So, <laughs> I mean, usually you can sort of fake. Um, dynamics by racing like around yeah. 150 to 200 hertz mm -hmm. but like this is like i, I yeah. can't i i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just like when i when i try this out i was like this is this is this is this is real excursion <laughs> like this is <laughs> yeah well and especially yeah. if you're if you're used to planars as well you know and then moving to something like that it's like whoa <laughs> yeah no and uh, can you, you can imagine what it was like moving from the hda 20 which oh, doesn't yeah have dynamics to well it has fake dynamics. it has the yes base yes, boost right. like crazy that's right but after eq where i turned that down so yeah so. yeah fair enough um For... I, I think andrew's gonna do asmr videos with that mic <laughs> the, the in-ear microphone story i could do the binaural recordings yeah we could do that <laughs> could go for walks maybe go yeah headphone show asmr yeah my my goal is to be able to go for a mountain bike ride what with binaural microphones. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, you can hear all sense. the wind. You'll get the all goat, the yeah, wind. Yeah. <laughs> Theo, hot, hot take. Uh, never yep. had nice audiophile IEM. Would 10 Audio T3 be a nice start? Oh, <laughs> or what would even... be your preference for an <laughs> entry-level IEM audiophile IEM? Just ER2XR or the Moondrop Starfield, honestly. But I, I, the T, the 10 series is supposed to be really good from what I've heard, like in that price range. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, I can't really comment on that because, I mean, I, I really don't listen to that stuff that often or go out of my way to buy that stuff, unfortunately. The Ant would probably know, though. Ant has... Android. Okay. He's got all the... He's got, he, has all the and, he has all the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind the T2 Plus. Uh, I thought that was okay. Mm -hmm. You had a shootout with them, right? With the yeah, SSR I'm... and the... Um, yeah, I kind of went. Else. Oh, I was yeah the blonde BLO five. I I, mm -hmm. I think my favorite out of all of them was the the ten T two plus, but mm -hmm. um the the thing is like the the uh, the 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 SSR was I think the more controversial one because 
it in theory could have had better a better result if the tuning wasn't so, so shouty. The, the, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um but i also found there was like this is interesting because you know how like we talk about like grain as like the absence of detail and stuff like that and i heard mm -hmm. it full of grain but i think it may have actually just been because of the frequency response and how it was that made it so that it was like obscuring the detail for me so like i'm kind of back and forth a little bit on like the ssr's technicalities because you hear it on some recordings that's like that has better technical like detail and stuff than than other recordings but then other recordings it's like there's grain there as well so mm. it makes me think that this the idea of grain is not synonymous not as synonymous with the absence of detail as i might think and i came across that once before as well with the the hi-fi man aria where there was a frequency response related etch to it that i wasn't i wasn't into but it wasn't the absence of detail in any way because uh, mm. you could actually eq that and fix it so, mm -hmm. so yeah this, yeah I'm just waiting for Precog to bust out his, his pillow and start ranting and raving <laughs> about stuff. Oh, no. I haven't fallen that far yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, okay, a couple more questions, and then we'll, then we'll call it. Um, uh, see anything else? Is Oh, yeah, that, yeah, we just finished that. The too yeah. much slam question. See that? Um uh, no, you gotta end it with question marks, otherwise I won't see. Yeah, right. That's something I do. I'm like, uh... um, oh, messed universal and custom. I think Ant's doing that right now on on uh, audio discourse. You'll, you'll. I think he already did it actually. Did he? Yeah. I think it's on the forum too. Yeah, Ant's got it. Uh, oh then... yeah. Uh, somebody asked if it's if I only got the mo if I only got the monarch or if I got the monarch and the clairvoyance. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the monarch. I haven't picked it up yet, but I think it's just the monarch. I'm excited. Yeah, I think they're having production issues. Actually. Yeah, that's they're true. a bit behind because of the demand. Yeah, yeah we're monarch's good. Man. <laughs> I keep calling it the Mona, and people get mad at me. So well, I keep, I get so mad I keep at you. doing it. <laughs> when you say people, it's me. I get mad. <laughs> it's the Mona. Now I got a bunch yeah. of crap too in the '80s the side. Oh, too. okay. The Mona, because yeah. Monarch, Mona. I, sh I abbreviate. I cut the one half. <laughs> Mona and Claire. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was calling. Oh them. man, people are getting super mad at me. Sorry. Back. Actually, yeah, everybody's been calling him Claire. That's, Multiple driver headphones. Razer just came out with one, right? Where like they have three different drivers, one for bass, mids, and treble. Astro IEMs precog go. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh yeah, they just, they just got announced today. There's the Astro yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, made it a gaming IEM for fifty. I gotta bucks. look at that. Oh wait, oh, is that the link you shared? Yeah, yeah. That, um... Oh, okay, I gotta read that. I thought Tyler Razor, was Razor had no, no, some no, before. No joke. They just announced it today. No, it's uh, a, Razor Astro had a. some gaming. Oh, that's ones. right, they did. They had their, Razor did have some gaming ones. Well, there's also one more did it, and then also uh, Final oh, Audio Lord. did it with the oh, uh, right. Sonorous or Pandora Hope, I think they called it. Um, and it didn't work that great. I mean, it, it was cool, but basically they used a BA, a very large BA with a dynamic driver <laughs> and an over your headphone. And I, yeah, it was odd because you could you could hear the crossover like it was it was yeah really weird. Hmm. Um, I mean that it had bass. It had bass. There was a it, sound. <laughs> it made sound. Yeah. I wasn't as I wasn't that into it though to be honest. Like, yeah. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah, I think we should probably call it because we're at two hours now. So. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, we'll, we'll try and turn this into a podcast so anybody watching it afterwards can. And of course, you wouldn't know that until you got to the end of the video. But, oh, well. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for your questions. Apologies for the camera again. Yeah, that's okay. Mine's about to overheat. You're so good. two hours is like the limit that we got for Fair <laughs> 4K. Enough. All right. Well, hey, Joel, hey, it was great chatting with everybody. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next Thursday. Probably, actually, around, probably, yeah. yeah. We have we have some <laughs> stuff coming up, so we'll, we'll, we got we'll, a really exciting stream coming up. Yeah, actually. yeah. So. Yeah.